I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning and welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball when you download or code Just Gridiron for a full deposit match up to $100. It is Tuesday, September 20th, and I will be delivering you two MLB best bets along with two player props to use on Prize Picks at the end of this episode. Let's do a quick recap of yesterday because we played multiple sports. Overall, we went two of three in our props, which is good, not great, because on prize picks, unfortunately, we didn't get that three out of three because Greg Joseph, the kicker, decided not to kick. I mean, the Vikings decided not to score, which was good for our Eagles, minus two and a half, and we had the greatest push of all time with no scoring with 18 minutes left in the Bills versus Titans under 48. I apologize for all those who had under 47 and a half. I did say on this show that I would take that. That's why sometimes it's good to have the 48 line, but I do apologize to all you at 47 and a half, but at least we saved it with the Eagles and we went one and O with the guardians money line. So overall we had a positive day and I like the board a little bit better than yesterday, at least in the MLB front, of course, because there's no NFL, but not enough to play more than these two games. And so these are my easily my favorite two picks on the board. Uh, so our regular season record is now 208 and 172, winning at a 55% rate. We are plus 37.04 units. Let's get to 39 units today. First game, Houston Astros versus Tampa Bay Rays at 6.40 p.m. Eastern. It's Christian Javier, a righty for the Astros, who's 9-9 nine nine, with a 2.87 ERA and a 0.99 whip, taking on Shane McClanahan, lefty for the Rays, who's 12-5 with a 2.13 ERA and a 0.86 whip. We're going to head to Tampa for the second game of a three-game set. The Astros won 4-0 yesterday behind great pitching performances from Luis Garcia and rookie Hunter Brown. Drew Rasmussen didn't have the best day. The Astros went up early and then put it away late. The Rays will send their ace to the mound in order to tie up the series, but I'm not totally sure that they will. First, let's talk about line movement. North of 65% of the public, according to multiple sides, is on the Rays, and they opened up around minus 145 and have since moved to minus 160 on my book. Is that the right side, or are we just getting more value on the underdog? We'll certainly find out today, but the price of the Astros is just too good to pass up. First, the Astros are a much better team than the Rays. They are better in basically every category outside of home field advantage today and the starting pitcher. The Rays are known for their fantastic bullpen, but the Astros have the number one bullpen ERA in baseball. They didn't have to use any of their best arms either, so they'll be at full strength. The Astros clearly have the better offense both over the full season and lately. Since September began, the Astros rank 4th in WRC Plus at 119, while the Rays sit in 12th at 104. The Astros have been fantastic against lefties lately, especially rocking a 135 WRC Plus. In that same time period, the Rays have a 95 WRC Plus against righties. That time period is since September started. Christian Javier has also been phenomenal this season. I wasn't the biggest biggest fan of his, quite honestly, going into the season because I wasn't sure how his two pitches would translate over a full season of starting. But his fastball and slider have just gotten better, and he's been one of the best in the American League. His two probably one of my worst takes of the year. His 2.87 ERA is awesome, but his 2.55 xERA ranks in the 94th percentile. It's extremely good. Shane McClanahan is the reason the Rays are favored, so he must be so much better than Javier, right? But he is better, but not by a whole lot this year. 
His 2.13 ERA is better, but his 2.51 X ERA is also in the 94th percentile in the game. The gap is not wide enough here to make sense of a money line this big. He'll also be on a pitch count today, most likely not exceeding 80 to 90 pitches. The Astros have been extremely profitable as an underdog this season. They are 15-5 and five as a dog, and they have a road record of 47-28. and 28. They are the seventh best team in baseball on the road at ATS against the spread, going 42-33 and 33 this season. The Rays are a different story. They have been incredible at home lately, rocking and over the full season, rocking a 49-26 and 26 record, but they are just 36-39 and 39 against the spread at home. They are also terrible as a favorite, going 39-58 and 58 this year. My only worry is that the Astros don't really have anything to play for. They locked up the division and will be heading to the playoffs guaranteed. The Rays need to win this to keep pace, but I just can't help it at this value. The Rays are getting some juice because of this, and rightfully so, but it's just gotten to the point where they are just so overvalued in this spot. The Astros own pretty much every single advantage, and it's more than worth it to play at plus 140 to me. I would only play this down to plus 120. That's where I put the cutoff at. I know it's mostly available at plus 130, plus 135. I did get it at plus 140, so I'm loving the value with the Astros. But I wouldn't go too crazy. The Rays should be favored in the spot because of the, you know, the hungry dog runs faster, as some may say. The playoff team is already in. How much do they have to play for? Will they have guys bench today? It's entirely possible. But with Shane McClanahan being on a pitch count, Astros have the better bullpen. I love Christian Javier against this Rays offense. I think the Astros win today. So I'm going to take the Astros again, plus 140 on the money line. It's one unit to win 1.4 units. Second game, Seattle Mariners versus the Oakland A's at 9.40 p.m. Eastern. It's Luis Castillo ready for the Mariners, who's 7-5 and five and a 268, 2.68 ERA and a 1.06 whip. Taking on J.P. Sears, a lefty for the Athletics, who's 5-2 and two with a 3.90 ERA and a 1.30 whip. We head to Oakland for the first game of a three-game set. The Mariners will send their ace, Luis Castillo, to try and capture the first game, while Oakland will send their rookie left-hander, who they acquired in the Frankie Montas deal with the Yankees, this trade deadline. A's fans have to be happy so far as both Ken Waldachuk and J.P. Sears have been better than Frankie Montas has been for the Yankees. This game should be very low scoring for a couple of reasons. First, Luis Castillo should dominate. He got touched up by the A's in his last start against them on August 21st, but this A's offense has looked so bad lately that I doubt they turn it around here. Luis Castillo knows this and knows what to fix his second time around. The advanced stats for Castillo against the A's current roster are, start, are startling compared to the traditional numbers. Through 33 plate appearances, which is a small sample, he's rocking a 393 opponent batting average and a 423 Woba. Both are terrible, but the X-Woba is 303, big drop-off. XBA, X batting average, is 201, enormous drop-off. And the expected slugging is 358, that's minuscule. With an average exit velocity of 85.2 miles an hour, that's slow. Looking at these, it seems that his last start against them was the luckiest the A's could have been. The A's have been striking out a lot lately, rocking the highest strikeout percentage in baseball against righties in September. You don't want to have that against Luis Castillo. They have the 20th ranked WRC plus in the month against righties and things look grim. They have a 591 OPS as a team this year at home and the weather in Oakland plus the size of the ballpark is a massive, massive advantage for the pitchers. They're the number one pitchers park on ballpark pal. The Mariners should play well, but the offense could be a bit slow today. They have not been as good against lefties in September, rocking a 103 WRC+. A. Eugenio Suarez, one of the best bats against lefties on the team, is now on the 10-day IL. Julio Rodriguez is day-to-day, and it's unlikely he will play. And Cal Raleigh is also dealing with a thumb injury. It's unsure whether Julio and Cal Raleigh will play, but both are not at 100%. 
the Mariners should have most of their bullpen arms available, and we know how good that Mariners bullpen is, as well as the A's will, as they had a rest day yesterday. This should be a very low-scoring game that shouldn't go beyond six runs. That's plenty enough for me to bet the under, which is under seven at minus 115. That is 1.15 units to win one unit in the Mariners versus A's game. Let's get into my two player props of the day. Remember to use these on prize picks as the value is better on there. The first one is Bobby Witt Jr. over one and a half bases against Dylan Bundy. So Bobby Witt Jr. is an interesting case because he hasn't been walking lately and Dylan Bundy doesn't walk anyone. So there should be a lot of opportunities for him to get this first hand. We know how bad Bobby Witt Jr. or excuse me, how bad Dylan Bundy is on the road and to righties, He's going to give you a fastball and a slider combination. In terms of run value, Bobby Wood Jr. has a negative six run value against the four seam fastball. It's not very good, but he does hit the ball very hard. He's got a 43.8% hard hit rate, but then the slider has been the best pitch for Bobby Wood Jr. to hit against. So if Dylan Bunny is going to go to his off speed, that works right into Bobby Wood Jr.'s hands, and he is at least hitting fastballs hard, and we know that Dylan Bundy doesn't have a good fastball. That's mostly the two pitches that Bobby Wood Jr. is going to see on books right now. Bobby Wood Jr. to go over one and a half bases is around minus 120, minus 115 in some spots. And he has pretty low home run value today at plus 360. Also, the weather in Kansas City is supposed to be awesome. They're the number two ranked ballpark in terms of ballpark, pal. The total is very high. I like a lot of hitters in this matchup, but give me Bobby Witt Jr. to get a double or a couple of hits. I really like Bobby Witt Jr. today. Next up on the player props, and this guy is minus 130 to go over one and a half bases and has some of the lowest home run odds of the day around plus 340. That is Evan Longoria against Kyle Freeland. First, why I love it. He's going to be playing in Colorado, which is always great. They're the number one ballpark on ballpark pal today, as they normally are, because it's very easy to get those balls in the gaps. But let's talk about Evan Longoria. First, he has an 800 OPS or above against left-handed pitching this year. He is 10 for 31 in his career with two home runs, a double, and a triple uh, to give him a batting average of 323 against Kyle Freeland. But it's funny, the expected stats love him even more. 344 expected batting average, 758 expected slugging, 492 expected WOBA with an exit velocity of 93.4 miles an hour with an average launch angle of 18 degrees. So he's almost averaging a barrel off Kyle Freeland. Kyle Freeland throws a lot of fastballs to righty, and they've been getting pelted. Also, he throws a lot of curveballs to righty. That works right into Evan Longoria's hands. He has a five-run value against the four-seam, a two-run value against the curveball, and the hard hit rates against the sliders, sinkers, and change-ups are all very ideal here for Evan Longoria. So he matches up very well against his pitch mix. And I think it's just icing on the cake that on BetMGM, he is now minus 135. That line is starting to move up. I think Wilmer Flores is a great bet too. I just like a lot of these Giants hitters today. I really wanted to play the Giants money line, but I wasn't exactly sure how the bullpen is going to fare. And with that big win yesterday, I thought it might 
be better just to play some Giants bats that I really do like. If you told me that Wilmer Flores is your favorite, I would love it. I would co-sign it, but give me Evan Longoria. He has slightly better odds than Wilmer Flores, and Evan Longoria is better against lefties this year. And while Wilmer Flores is a great hitter and probably a better overall hitter, Wilmer Flores, you really want to get him against sinkers, while Evan Longoria, you want to target him against fastball guys. And Kyle Freeland is mostly a fastball lefty working right into Longoria's hands. So just to recap, I have the Houston Astros money line at plus 140. I have the Mariners versus A's under seven at minus 115. I have Evan Longoria over one and a half bases, which is around minus 130 on books. And I have Bobby Wood Jr., which is about minus 115, minus 120 on books. If you parlay those outside of prize picks, you will not get the same value that you will on prize picks. And you might as well use Code Just Baseball or Code Just Gridiron in order to get a full deposit match to use some free money to play along with us. I will be hosting a Twitter space later today around 5 p.m. Eastern. Make sure to join to see what other plays that we cook up as a community. But we have to remember that it is not gambling.